Anchor FM is one of the best ways to make and distribute your podcasts. Their online creative tools can allow you to make your podcasts from home and on the go. Anchor will also help you get your podcast sponsored with no minimum listenership and help you make money while doing your podcast. And distribution is the easiest thing ever. I've used many different distribution sites. Anchor so far has been the best. And they can get you on every major distribution site out there. They can take your RSS feed, whether you're creating a new one or if you're just moving a show from another platform, sign up for Anchor at anchor.fm now. And when you get there, Make sure you pay attention to everything they tell you to do, and they'll help make your podcast great and help make you some money. Again, head on over to Anchor.fm now. Blog Talk Radio. It's that time of year again, ladies and gentlemen. It is the NFL Draft coming at you on Thursday of this week if you're listening before the draft. If it's after the draft and you're listening, it just happened. So, we're here to talk about our NFL Draft special. This is Wide Men Can't Jump. It's Sunday night, and you're probably going to be watching Game of Thrones. But right now, we're talking NFL Draft. So, joining me right now, number one, we're going to introduce the normal co-host, the man from up north, mourning a Maple Leafs loss this evening, but still here, one and only, Tim Dombrova. Yeah, the flags are at half-mast in Canada. A lot of uh, towels being wrung out, but that's hockey. Who cares? We're here for football. That's all right. They'll bounce back and win seven. But also joining us... This week on our NFL special is an NFL, I won't call him an expert. He he will call himself an expert, but he's a Every good day. friend of mine for some reason. I don't understand why, but joining us all the way from Rochester, New York. He's about a spitball away from uh, Toronto. So joining us is one and only Justin Bailey. And I promise everybody we will be done for Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's why. That's exactly why we started at seven and not eight, as per normal for you all. All right, Again, gentlemen. Uh, before we, hold on, Nate. Hold on. Before go, we go any further, you're you are a transplanted West Virginian in New York, I assume. Uh, yes, I'm actually at Fort Drum. Okay, so, so I don't want to like throw rocks at you or spit upon you or anything like that because you're a New Yorker. Uh, I'm not a New Yorker. I do not fit in here. No. Big Syracuse okay. fan, but uh, <laughs> but guy. yes. All right, anyway, going moving forward. Justin is Justin is the man who joined me at WrestleMania 28 back in 2012. What a trip that was! Oh, Ric Flair on the plane was the highlight. Ric Flair on the plane and the hookers uh, that we bought beer and cigarettes for. Do you remember that? Yeah, I bought my first prostitute. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Long story there. <laughs> moving on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You, you didn't meet your first prostitute in West Virginia until WrestleMania 28? How old are you, 18? <laughs> uh, I think I was like 22 at WrestleMania. That's not so bad. I, I avoid the bad areas in West Virginia. Yeah. All those prostitutes around here, they got bloomer crickets. But anyway, 
Hey, we need a big caddy out of this. <laughs> well, we're going to dive into this draft. The rules here are pretty simple. Um, no we're rules. just going to go through pick. Well, there's really no rules, but we're going to go through pick by pick, each one of us, and state who we think will get selected by each team in the draft as we go. Uh, we'll explain our reasons why, and I assume they won't be lengthy reasons, uh, but we will state some reasons why. Uh, if if we think there's a trade, we can point it out. However, um, don't be expected to point out the trades because who knows who's trading with who. It's almost impossible to pick um, because I don't know about you guys, but I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of trades, uh, especially in the first round on Thursday. Uh, rumor has it there's going to be a lot of movement, so – yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll 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 keep an eye on that. So, uh, what we'll do here, Tim, if you want, um, since you're the elder statesman and the only yeah, non-United right. States citizen, uh, oh, okay. Do you want to pick the draft order here, or who's who's uh, who's going first, oh, or what do man. you want to do? Well, I think we should be uh, polite. We'll let uh, we'll let Justin go first. Um, okay. You talk a lot, so you can go second, and I'll wrap it up quicker in last place. <laughs> All right. That sounds good to me. All right. So, the NFL draft kicks off on Thursday. On the clock with the first pick are the Arizona Cardinals. Mr. Bailey, you have the floor. Who do they take? I mean, I, I really feel like I'm speaking for everybody with all the rumors going around. that They're obviously taking Kyler Murray. I don't really understand why I think Josh Rosen's very, very proven or can be proven, has a lot of potential. But the head coach seems to want Kyler Murray. They're going to trade Rosen and start all over pretty much. Well, Rosen last year, um, I'm not sure what's going on, but I have a feeling they're going to divide the locker room with this move. I have him taking Kyler Murray as well, 5'10", 207 pounds out of Oklahoma. Uh, I think – I'm not saying it's the right pick, and it's definitely not the pick I would make, but they're enamored with him. Uh, so I got Kyler Murray going with the first overall pick. Tim, who do you have the card yep. taking? I'm going to call that the trifecta, boys, although I'll echo the sentiment. I'm not really sure why. Um, I'm not 100% sold on Kyler Murray. Hell of a quarterback in college, but his size is questionable. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not so sure I'm really thrilled with this pick, but I'm sure that's who they're going to take. Well, honestly, uh, our buddy Scott Roberts, uh, who has vanished, by the way, if anyone has seen Scott Roberts, let him know we're looking for him. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he won't be thrilled with this pick either. But, hey, what do I know? They should well, honestly just trade out. But it might be a case of, yeah, let's take the best, who we think is the best player available. And if we don't like him or he don't fit in, we can at least move him. Maybe that's the thinking. I don't know, but there's just too many rookie quarterbacks there now. I mean, what are, what are you going to do with all those guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the the reasoning here. But hey, they are the first pick, and that's why they take that uh, pick for a reason, I guess. But let's go ahead and jump to the San Francisco 49ers, as we have another 31 picks ahead of us here that we're going to talk about. The 49ers with the second pick, Mr. Bailey again. You, sir, have the floor. Who do the 49ers take with the pick? Uh, this is a no-brainer. They, they're they grabbing Nick Bosa, which this is also another pick I think they should trade out of. I There's have to agree. There's too much value in this top five to, you know, just sit on the pick. Uh, you, you know, I'm going to disagree with you. I think they should go ahead and take Bosa. 
um, edge rushers are the thing now. That's becoming a huge thing. And you're getting a guy who, is, who to me, is clearly maybe the second. He might be the best. Who knows? He may be the best player in this draft overall, talent-wise. I think um, – Oh, absolutely. He is. 6'4", 266 out of Ohio State. I think you go ahead and you take him here and you put him on that defense, which struggled last year. Um, I don't think they need to trade out of this pick. I think this is a pick that they need to get. If you get Bosa there, I think Arizona's giving you a gift because you honestly shouldn't be able to get him here, but you will. So I think the 49ers go Bosa. Uh, I can't argue with that, although they did pick up D Ford who kind of gives them room to maybe not go that direction. But their defense is so god-awful. Um, and they gave up 400-plus points last year. I mean, they were bad, yeah. really, really bad. And that's, that's one were. of the areas where they're – got to start there if you're going to rebuild. So, although the 49ers have been rebuilding for – well Since Steve quite, Young. Yeah, quite a while. <laughs> so, uh, But, yeah, I, I'm going to guess that's the, that's the pick. So – the 49ers rebuild has been like – it's been so long, it might as well be government-ran. That's how long this rebuild is taking. So, oh, unfortunately for them. The, they were following the Cleveland Brown model, so. <laughs> Apparently. Well, the 49ers, we all agree. First two picks, we all agree. Let's see if we can make it a trifecta here. Uh, the New York Jets, and boy, if anybody can screw up a draft, let me tell you, here they are at number three. The New York Jets. Bailey, who like you do you said, have like the Jets taking? Edge rushers are like the fad in the NFL right now. And with the pieces they've added on the offense, I think Sam Darnold has potential to be that franchise quarterback. Just grab Josh Allen and wreak havoc on Tom Brady. You have to beat the Patriots. Field to beat the Patriots. That's what they have to do. You know, I, I agree with you. I'm hoping that I'm hoping somehow, some way, Josh Allen falls to about pick five. Uh, that's no my hope. I don't see it happening. But hey, oh, I've seen wow. some mock drafts where it happens. Uh, I I really like Josh Allen. He's a beast, uh, and I think the Jets do take him. I think they take I, him here. I will give you the scenario where that happens. The Jets don't take Josh Allen. I think they will, but they don't take him. They pick mm-hmm. Williams. And they take Quinn and Williams instead. And then the Raiders botch the fourth pick. Uh-huh. Which, if anybody can do it. Is, <laughs> which is easily, yeah. I mean, we can't be surprised by if that was to happen. And then the, the Tampa Bay could get him at five. That could happen. Yeah, it's a possibility, but, Jets, but I do like Josh Allen. Take, yeah, the Jets will take Josh Allen. If they don't, then we now have another reason why the Jets are as bad as they always are. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen, <laughs> he's a, he, he's a top five pick, great edge rusher out of Kentucky, six, five, two sixty five or two, six, five, two sixty two. I think he's going to go there at three to the Jets. So again, we all agree through three picks. This is weird. Well, well, I think there might be some change coming through. up. Uh, near the bottom, it'll start to get weird. Definitely, definitely. All right, Bailey, pick four, the Oakland Raiders. Who you got? This is actually where I think the trades start flying in because the Raiders just probably lost the closest replacement to Khalil Mack they have. And that that was a super move getting rid of him, but I won't go there. Yeah, we we all agree. (laughs) We all agree to that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go to Williams, Alabama, to like 
really get that defensive line bolstered back up. I think I'm not even sure if they got 20 sacks total as a team last year. I don't have the stat right in front of me, but I know it was embarrassing. They they need to get to the quarterback, and I think Williams is going, really going to help that. This will be the part in the draft where John Gruden tries to select Booger McFarland again, uh, but he's not going to be able to. And so. Warren Sapp's coming out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this will be the part in the draft where we probably will see trades. Uh, don't see the Jets – or, excuse me, I don't see the Raiders keeping this pick. But if they do, I will go ahead and join Mr. Bailey – with Quinnen Williams, 6'3", 303 defensive tackle from Alabama. I think the Raiders grab him here and try, like he said, beef up that defensive front. He's a big guy, gets in the way. And basically, John Gruden is a terrible coach, and I don't understand why he makes the moves he makes. But he's if, if you ever got a chance, this is the chance right here. Quinnen Williams, if he's there, grab him. So, I'm going with Williams. Tim? Well, again, I mean, they should take Williams. And they probably will. But I just can't rule out some John Gruden craziness where, I mean, the guy just finished telling us by trading Mac and then bitching all year long about them not having any pass rush. Then he... You know, he does things and then complains that he doesn't have the things that he just traded away. So, logically, you would think, okay, he will fill those spots back up. But I don't know that he will necessarily. I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Raiders take a quarterback at four. It wouldn't shock me either, but but who do you think they take? If you had to pick, like, on the spot uh, right now, who, who do you got them taking? If, if they take a quarterback at four, it'll, they might take Haskins at four, I guess. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, they, if they don't take Williams, the entire coaching staff should be shot. Yeah, if he's there and Allen well, and Bosa are gone, they, then yeah. I'll go for the logical pick is Williams. Now, whether they take him or not, God only knows with the, the Oakland Raiders. I mean, who knows? Very true. I mean, you could Very argue Ed Oliver, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, that would be the other guy that I could see them taking, but I think they're going to go Williams there. I mean, you almost have to. Uh, all right, moving on to five. My boys in Tampa Bay. Let's see how bad we screw this one up. <laughs> Bailey, who do you have as a Carolina Panthers fan, the division rival Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Who well, do you have them selecting? Was well, they got rid of Quan Alexander, right? Yeah, he's gone. He's a 49er so now. Pretty much got to replace him. So they just grabbed Devin White. You know, it's maybe a bit of a reach, two or three picks, but you have to solidify that, especially with the running backs in that division. Okay. I went a different route. Uh, Devin White I did look at, and if they take Devin White, I don't think I'm going to be mad. I I think they could end up trading back a little bit at this spot. Absolutely. Uh, And I think that's what they will do. But if they're here, I think they will grab Montez Sweat, uh, 6'6", 260 edge rusher out of Mississippi State. Uh, They they got Jason Pierre-Paul. The defense just underperformed. And that's what it's been doing. And they haven't been able to put pressure on, you know, there's three elite quarterbacks in that division who they're not putting pressure on. Um, And I think Montez Sweat can help in that area. So I'm going to go ahead and assume they take him there. So I'll take Sweat for the Bucks. Tim? 
Hmm. Okay, I was going to go that direction, but then I read somewhere today that he's got uh, possible heart condition trouble and that they may dodge him for that reason. Uh, so I'm going to go that they are going to dodge him. You don't want really that to deal with that. So I'm going to, they'll take white at five. It's not a bad pick either. I mean, they have so many things. They honestly, if there was an elite level corner or safety, I would have them all over that, but I don't know. It's, I I honestly think they're trading back. They got a lot of holes to fill. So anybody that they take who's good on defense is not a bad move. Yeah, and and they're going to need it. And you know what? Later in the draft, and there's really no big elite wide receivers. They're going to need a wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson's gone. Humphreys is gone. So there's going to they're going to need a lot of help uh, from Mike Evans. So we'll see what they decide to do there. Could be an interesting pick. All right, Bailey, pick six, New York Giants, the <sighs> New York Football Giants. Now, I want to say they're picking a quarterback, but then I'll keep reading. Giants Jim Dave Gittleman is all in on Eli Manning for some reason. I don't know. So, I just switched my pick over to Ed Oliver. He's the best player left available. He's still a dominant, versatile defensive lineman. And he's he's the money pick here. Especially yeah, better just, than all the quarterbacks remaining. I think the Giants are throwing that I'm all in on Eli Manning out there just so they can get nobody to trade up in front of them. I think that's what they're doing. (laughs) Honestly, I believe that's the strategy. I think they're trying to avoid having anybody uh, jump up in front of them and grab Dwayne Haskins because they're going to grab Haskins. uh, 6'3", 231 quarterback out of Ohio State. I think he's their guy. He's going to be the future of that team. And you don't want to have Saquon Barkley running for his life uh, behind Eli Manning's noodle arm. And, and the offensive line has been terrible. If, if they go Juwan Taylor, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think they're going to go quarterback. So, Haskins is the guy for the Giants. Tim, now, now we're really going to go leaping all over the board. Uh, for some reason, the Giants are all in on Eli Manning. They're going to write off last year as being a, a fluke, an aberration. Then he needs somebody to throw to. So they're going to pick DK Metcalf out of Mississippi, that wide receiver. That guy's a freak. <laughs> he is. He really is. And given this, if they, we're going to go with the theory that Manning is is a okay, which they seem to be wanting to believe, they don't have anybody for him to throw to anymore. They got rid. They of really everyone. don't. They really don't. So, so they need a wide receiver. So logically, that would be a move. Um, but with the Giants there again, I mean, they should draft a quarterback, but they won't because they're the Giants. Well, we'll see what they do. Uh, they missed out on the quarterbacks last year, but they did get a monster in Saquon Barkley. So I can't blame them for taking Barkley last year. But if they take a quarterback, this is the year. All right, pick seven, the Jacksonville Jaguars. From AFC Championship back to a top ten pick, Bailey. Jaguars, who they well, take? They're really keeping it consistent, but they grabbed Nick Foles, who they think is the missing piece, and I think he damn well could be. You know, if he's if he's not being coached by Jeff Fisher, he's a good quarterback. So they either need to get him a weapon or protect him, and I think they're going to take Jawan Taylor, the offensive lineman out of Florida. I completely agree. Uh, I think they take Taylor as well, and they got to keep Foles off his back. Uh, he's the guy who could lead them. 
I'm still kind of iffy on their receiving core. Uh, they nothing jumps out at me with them. I mean, they're I all solid number twos. Yeah, but I, that's that's about how I feel with them. Um, could Foles get it done there? Maybe, but it remains to be seen. Um, you know, they got a nice little core of running backs that they could do a lot with. So we'll see about that as well. But yeah, Juwan Taylor seems to be the pick there, the offensive lineman out of Florida. Tim, who you got? That's that's where I'm leaning. Um, yeah, they need somebody to throw to, but can't throw to him if you're laying on your back. And Foles is got a little bit of injury history. Uh, so you want to protect him as much as you can. So I'd say that's the right move for them. So Taylor at seven out of Florida. The University well, we of go, Florida. we go from disagreeing and now we're all back in agreement. I doubt we all three agree again for the rest of this draft, though. I really do. <laughs> I really do. All right. Well, let's go ahead and no more teasing it. The Detroit Lions. Lions? Bailey, who do you take? Who do they get? They need – they lost – they lose so much every offseason on offense, you know. It's like they cannot put together a complete offense. I think they're going to take a little reach here and get the tight end out of Iowa, TJ Hawkinson. And that's really going to be their guy. You know, they, they need Brandon Dodd's Pettigrew, Ebron. They never work out for that team, at least. I think no, they never actually work out for them. Uh, you know, I had I, I had Hawkinson penciled in there, but I just don't think you take a tight end that high if you're the Lions, especially when you're Matt Patricia is the coach and he's a defensive guy, he's a defensive minded guy. I'm going to. I'm, I'm thinking they go with Rashawn Gary out of Michigan, the defensive lineman, 6'4", 277. Got to clog up the middle, and the Lions need a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball as well. But you're right. They, they need, need to get the offense everywhere. together, too. They, they're they just a and, – and they're not happy. Nobody's happy in Detroit with Matt Patricia right now. So, I think he goes to what he knows, and that's defense. And I Detroit, think that's what he'll, what he'll do here. Detroit wastes all thing talent. They do. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Uh, Barry Sanders. Matt Stafford is possibly <laughs> Hall of Fame talent, and they're wasting him again, just like yeah. everybody else. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, they did lose Golden Tate in the trade in the, uh, there towards the end of the year, so they're going to need some help there too. Tim, who do you think? Well, now, Nate, I will admire you for picking a player from Michigan, because, of course, we all know Michigan <laughs> players are of great quality. Uh, but uh, the Lions will take Sweat at eight if he's available. Apparently, they're big on him. Um, although he could, they could pass him by if his heart thing is for real. Uh, but I, I got him available, so I think they got to take him at eight. But they got holes everywhere. I mean, they're they're another team for me that if there's a, a quality player available, just about any position, short of quarterback, they probably could use him. So yeah. Uh, and the reason I think Tampa takes Sweat, the heart thing plays in. I mean, we did take Gaines. We had Gaines Adams for a while, so it all fits in. But anyway, man, yep, going to hell. All right, I even, I'm not even. I'm not even touching that. It was that bad. Yeah, that was bad. All right, the Buffalo Bills, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they have the ninth pick. 
This this is the same issue that Jacksonville has. You get your quarterback a weapon or you protect him. I think they're going with Jonah Williams out of Alabama. You know, really keep Josh Allen on his feet because he can deliver a ball. We saw it last season. He has – he showed us a glimpse of the future. He has real talent. He just needs to progress. He does have talent. really helps. He does have a talent. Unfortunately, he plays in Buffalo, so we're never going to see it uh, until he leaves. I can see the talent. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You couldn't (laughs) see the talent if you were on the field in Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. I'm definitely going to party with the Bills Mafia this year. Okay. I'm just going to say this with Buffalo. They just never seem to take the right guy. They hardly ever do. And – you know they need again this more defense. They need help on defense. Their their offense wasn't good. Their defense wasn't good. They just weren't a good football team. But yet they somehow didn't lose enough to get a top five pick. I'm gonna take. Now they've been snaking Peter Monday and cut him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say Buffalo goes with Ed Oliver out of Houston, the defensive lineman there. Uh, just a big dude, six two, two eighty seven, clogs up the middle. I know I've had three lot three defensive linemen in the first nine picks. But I really think that, that Buffalo could use a guy like Ed Oliver to put some pressure up the middle uh, on quarterbacks and on running backs. What is it? <laughs> That's where the talent is in this draft is defensive line. Yeah, it really is. So, I think Ed Oliver's the guy there for Buffalo. Tim, who are you going with? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm jumping off the bandwagon a tad bit. Um, I'm going with Andre Dillard at tackle. He can play both sides. And they, they, they are convinced that they got a, that Josh Allen is the answer there. And I'm not going to say he's not a pretty decent quarterback because he is. But when your defense is as bad as theirs, uh, it's not going to matter. But I, I think they're going to go with a protective quarterback route. So that's who they're going to take. Andre Dillard out of Washington State. I could, I could also see that. All right, Denver Broncos. Um, before we move to the Broncos, I do want to say – this is going to be a team that's going to be active on the first night of the draft. I just have that feeling. Oh, uh, so, Bailey, if they're here at 10, who do they take? I mean, they traded for Joe Flacco, but really what is less of Joe Flacco? He's getting old. He's taking a beating. I think they're going to draft his understudy, Drew Locke, and just look towards the future because Flacco is not the guy to carry that team five, ten years from now. I don't even know if he's going to be the guy to carry that team in two years. Um, honestly, no, definitely not. He's getting up there. So, age. Yeah, he is. And the Broncos, they they need help too. I mean, they they were a team that people were betting big on, and they just haven't delivered. I, I agree. I think they go Drew Locke out of Missouri. I think that's the guy they they get because I thought they're not going to get Murray and Haskins. I believe New York will grab. So I'm, I I really do think they take. Drew Locke. Tim. You see, you guys are underestimating the power of John Elway, who believes in old quarterbacks. Not saying he's right, because I don't think he is, but they will stick with Flacco is going to play for at least the next two years in Denver, even if they suck. They won't draft a quarterback, even though they should. They'll take Hawkinson at tight end, so he's got somebody to throw the ball to when he's only got half a second to get rid of it. Well, he's got Emmanuel Sanders that he can throw up a prayer to, and they really like Cody Latimer. So Flacco doesn't have a deep ball anymore, and he ain't going to have time to throw him because he's going to be under pressure. 
What's the over under <laughs> that somehow, some way, the Broncos and the will end up with Tory Smith on their team? I think it's coming. Somehow they will end up with Tory Smith there in Denver. The Broncos yeah, are sure they're, they're another squad though that they do the craziest things. And it seems like it's so painfully obvious to the rest of us what they should do, and yet they never do it. And then at the end of the season rolls around when they what were they six and ten last year? And the yeah, heads are scratched. Like yeah, and the heads are scratched. Oh, we don't know we don't know what went wrong. Well, everybody else can tell everyone else can tell you. How come you guys don't know? I mean, look at the cast of quarterbacks that's been through there since Peyton Manning left. They had Trevor Simeon. They had uh, Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum. It's just like, guys, my well, God. And, and, yeah, but, but not only that, each one of them is, is sold to the fan base. This is the guy. This is the guy. Yeah. Fine, we found the guy. And a year and a half later, he they give him a big, fat, stupid uh, contract. And a year and a half later, the guy has been shipped off somewhere else. The first round was Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Paxton Lynch. I forgot about that one too. <laughs> yeah, you know, and okay, that that really panned out well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really paid off. But you know, they may they may do what you say to him. It's hard to say with uh, Elway, so we'll see. I just well, I look at his track record. I mean, he held on to Manning when a lot of people wouldn't have. I mean, he got a Super Bowl out of him, but uh, no, I remember when they... that defense. Yeah, defense that? was sick. As a right, Panthers but, fan, Manning did nothing. You're, you're, you're probably right, but they will tell you that it was uh, it was Manning that got him there. Even though that's not true either, but that's that's the spin they put on it. Um, who did they have before Manning? He was another guy who had been there Tim forever. And a day. Jake the Snake Plumber? Plumber, <laughs> okay, sure. yeah. Tebow was there. I mean, and, and Tebow, who, who I mean, say what you want about Tebow, but he takes him to a playoff win. And instead of, you know, okay, maybe we got something here that we could maybe work with this. Seems to fit our system fairly well. What do they do? Dump them. Now, maybe. Uh, Tebow is better better. than they've had post-Manning. That's right. I mean, yeah. I mean, Tebow is really not all that great, but better than what they've had up there since. I I can't argue. Can't argue with that. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the trust in their drafting, they're just another one of those teams. But then they don't have to either. They're in Denver. They get a crowd, regardless of what goes out on the field. They can get away with the six and ten. All right. Well, Denver, anyway. for your drafting abilities, here's what you get. You get world champion Bruce Poldans. <laughs> All right. The eleventh pick of the draft. The eleventh pick of the draft belongs. Oh, boy, you want to talk about bad boys. Let's talk about it. The Cincinnati Bengals. Hoofa. You know, this is a new era. They got rid of Marvin Lewis. They got rid finally. of the dirtiest player in the game, Vontez Versett. They finally got and rid of Marvin Lewis. <laughs> I could have coached that team better. I think they're going to replace, they're going to replace the dirtiest player in the game, and they're going to get uh, Devin Bush out of Michigan to play linebacker for them. Well, they got to chase those, uh, all those players they got to run down, like Lamar Jackson, James Conner, uh, Nick Chubb. They got to chase those players around somehow. Yeah. I, um, the guy. I do have the Bengals going linebacker. Uh, I got them going Devin White. Is he still on my board here from LSU? Six foot, 237. Um, 
he fits what they need, and I agree with you, Bailey. That's a position they need to focus on. But let's be honest here, and this is this may be my humble opinion here. Um, man, the Bengals are going to be bad. They are going to be very, very bad this year. I'm, they're I mean, looking realistically, at a, they could look at replacing Dalton too. He's been regressing year after year. Top, I, I think I think you're looking at a Bengals team that's going to have a top five pick in next year's draft. I really do. Oh, no I, I don't know if they're going to be bad in Oakland or or anyone else, but and they're going to. I don't think they're going to be very good. So uh, I think Devin White here and just look to the future. That's all you can do. Tim, what do you think? Well, the Cincinnati Bengals with the eleventh pick select to build a Chick-fil-A in the stadium to feed their players <laughs> and then realize it's not open on Sundays? Ah, the Falcons. <laughs> but, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll take Devin Bush. I mean, what can you say about guys whose last name are Bush? Big, dumb, do what they're told. So, you can't really go wrong there. How, d- how dare you? Earl Bush is a great man. Uh, uh, I never knew I never knew your father, so I can't I can't count him into the equation. <laughs> Bailey Bailey knew my dad. Uh, he's I a got, character. I got <laughs> you and I got and I got little Cade to work with, and so far, <laughs> uh, Cade's got you beat. Well, I agree there. Goodness, <laughs> but uh, all right, so we're looking now number twelve. Shockingly, the Green Bay Packers, who really struggled last year, uh, Bailey. Who do the Packers go with? I've kind of flip-flopped on this pick. I think the uh, Jimmy Graham era is over. They're going to dump him. Because clearly he's not working out for anybody except for Drew Brees. <laughs> so I True. think the Packers actually will go with Noah Font and just kind of give Aaron Rodgers a weapon so his overrated ass might get back to the playoffs. I don't think that man is overrated. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic quarterback. Um, but I agree with you when I think they go, uh, tight end. I think TJ Hawkinson fits what the Packers need. It's, it's, uh, he's six, five, two fifty one. He's quick, good hands coming out of Iowa. I do believe that he will, they will treat him unlike any other tight end there. They're going to have to use him. Basically, as a receiver, uh, Jimmy Graham, who I thought would work out, but then I realized Aaron Rodgers is just not a tight end guy, unless he can maybe help develop the tight end. Maybe you know if, if that makes any sense. Um, I think they, I think they go with with Hawkinson here. So, yep, I'll take that's who I have the Packers going with. Tim, what do you think? All right, I got him taking Ed Oliver, defensive tackle. Uh, Green Bay and quarterbacks will believe in that quarterback till his his arms don't work anymore. Not unlike Favre, where although Favre ended up having some more in him after all, just not in Green Bay. Green Bay's problem is not really on offense, even though they look like they're bad on offense. They scored 376 points, which is nothing to scoff at. They gave up 400 though, and they're horrible on the road. So to get better on the road, you need some defense. So I think one thing that hurt hurt Green Bay last year was the fact they kept playing Rodgers and he was hurt. I think he comes back healthy. He'll yeah, be okay. they, yeah, they, it didn't help that they keep throwing him out there that, with nothing to you know was at half speed all the time. I yeah. mean, he is, 
he is getting up there, though. I mean, I will say that he's probably he's in the bottom third of his career for sure, but he's still pretty good. Um, he's a lot better than most starting quarterbacks in the league still. So, but I'm I'm got them going on on the other side of the ball. So, Ed Oliver, you heard it here first, Houston. Okay. All right. Pick thirteen, the Miami Dolphins, and you speaking of bad, ooh, the Dolphins. <laughs> uh. Bailey, who do you think they go with? Well, the Miami Dolphins are a lot like the Charlotte Hornets of the NFL where they just love that pick between 13 and 20 where they can't really do anything next year with the guy. (laughs) I think they need a quarterback. There's no question about it. I think they're going to get Daniel Jones out of Duke. And they're going to start building towards the future. He'll probably last about three years before – no, they just no. ruined his career with bad drafts. How can you say they need a quarterback when they have got the mighty Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm? Isn't he like three forty now? He got a, he did the Kelvin Benjamin, maybe Eddie Lacy died. Yeah, really. <laughs> he's he's a big guy now. <laughs> taking pointers from he was taking pointers from Sean Kemp. But uh if he's gonna come out and go like, you know, thirty eight of sixty two for four touchdowns, and they'll lose the game by 25 points. But boy, those <laughs> fantasy numbers. But but he throws up exceedingly good stats. Just never wins anything, or very rarely. Although he had he was on a streak there last year. There was a while where everybody was buying in big time. Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I knew the real Fitzpatrick was going to show up eventually. <laughs> and he did. He did. But he's not any uh, – who's the other guy that we love to pick on so much, Dave, from Buffalo? Oh, from Peterman. Buffalo? Peterman. Peterman. He ain't no Peterman, though. <laughs> no, Nobody is Peterman, by God. Nobody's that bad. There can only be one. We just throw Peterman out there. The other team's defense needs to learn how to catch the ball a bit. Throw Peterman out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not Me. wrong in that aspect. I'll tell oh, you he that. Was, uh, he was god-awful, but anyway. Um, I think the Dolphins here, I think they're going to wait on a quarterback. I think they're going to wait a year. Honestly, I really think the Dolphins have decided, you know what? We're just going to suck next year. Uh, I think Penn can get Jake from from Georgia. (laughs) I mean, I really believe that they are going to try and lose this season and, and try to get a quarterback because there's no real stud quarterbacks in this draft. In my estimation, um, I think Miami's got their eye on the future, but I think they go ahead and get that quarterback protector. Uh, I think they go Jonah Williams, the offensive lineman from Alabama, six four three zero two, and yeah, get him in there to help protect uh, the quarterback. That's my thoughts on the Dolphins. Well, I got the Dolphins taking Dwayne Haskins too, but I'm going to throw this out here, and you guys are going to love this. You know who they really should take? Especially if we're going to buy into Nate's theory that they just want to lose and try to have another guy for next year, they really should take Will Greer from West Virginia. There's reports. I follow like every WVU website on Facebook because clearly I'm a huge fanatic. There's reports that they are very, very interested in him, but I think he'll be the second round. They should. Somebody should. Well, even if he goes in the second round, though, somebody should take him. He's a. I'm not a hundred percent. Uh, sold on him, but he's got 
the makings of something. He in the right scheme with the right guys, he strikes me as like Baker Mayfield. Good arm, maybe not the, not quite as mobile as him, maybe, but can throw the ball. Smart guy, not stupid, not going to get flustered by defenses and all that nonsense. Maybe needs a year to learn somewhere under somebody else. But I think he'd be a great pick for a team that needs a quarterback but can live for a year or two without one. Well, there you go. It's an idea. Uh, 14, as we're, we're getting close to halfway through here. The Atlanta Falcons have the 14. And so, uh, Atlanta Falcons, uh, I'm, I'm sick. I hate the Falcons, by the way, just a little. Man, I, I hate the Falcons so much. Uh, and we the Atlanta Falcons at 14. Who do they take, Bailey? Uh it's one of those syndromes where you're playing against so many good quarterbacks in that division, you have to get to them. You can't let any of those quarterbacks stand up and throw. Even Jameis Winston, as, as inconsistent as he is, can still beat. So I think they're going to go with Montez Sweat. You know, his draft stock falling due to health issues is a blessing to them. I think he's going to start alongside uh, Tack McKinley, and really, he's going to really show them something. They're going to have a great pass rushing duo for years to come, probably. Oh. Well, I'm going to have them taking Christian Wilkins out of Clemson, the tackle, to put more pressure on those quarterbacks and maybe try to do something to stop the inside run game that the Saints, the Panthers, and the Bucks all could potentially have. Um, one thing with the Falcons, man, I hate seeing Julio Jones twice a year. That just it kills me as a Bucks fan. <laughs> Yeah, Julio Jones is why we didn't go 16-0, first of all. Julio <laughs> Jones is the only guy on the Falcons that beats us. Yeah, I mean, he's a darn good player. But, yeah, I think they go defensive tackle. I'll have them taking uh, Wilkins there uh, at 14. Tim, who do you have him going with? Uh, so I got Rashawn Gary still on my board, so I've got Atlanta taking him at defensive end. Not a bad pick either. I mean, man, I just the Falcons just—they have so many names on their team, like big names, but yet they—they they have underachieved ever since. It's like that Super Bowl just sucked the life out of that team. We've all been there before. <laughs> Truth. Oh man! All right, guys. Fifteen Washington Redskins. Bailey, who do you have the Redskins grabbing? I think Alex Smith's career is pretty much over. Unfortunately, he's been like the model of consistency his entire career ever since he got away from bad coaches. The year in San Francisco before he went down, Kansas City, he was leading a very good Redskins team last year before he went down. So they got to replace him. And I've been reading Dwayne Haskins' pro day has absolutely killed his draft stock. So he's going to fall to 15 to Washington. Hmm. They didn't make a move to get another, like, a backup quarterback, did they, in the offseason? No, they make a real note. Okay. Um, they may have got, like, a number two. Maybe. I have them taking, at 15, uh, a position that they kind of lacked. Uh, DK Metcalf out of uh, Ole Miss, wide receiver, 6'3", 228. That's a position that they struggle with. Um, and, like Bailey said earlier, he's a freak. This dude can do so much, and if Alex Smith somehow, even though I don't think he's going to be back uh, and be what he was, 
I honestly believe that whomever gets the reins in Washington will take full advantage of Metcalf. So I have uh, Washington taking him. Tim, what do you think? No, there again, you guys are severely overestimating or underestimating the ability of the Washington Redskins to go with a shitty quarterback. They do it every year. <laughs> True. Every year. <laughs> a, guy, a guy will go down and says, oh, well, are they going to get a new guy for next year? That guy wouldn't look that good. No, we're going to let him fail miserably for another season until we admit that he isn't capable. I mean, and come on, they've got Colt McCoy in the backup spot. So, I mean, what more could you ask for there? I mean, they're set. They need Brady Quinn, damn it. I mean, <laughs> there's worse backup quarterbacks than Colt McCoy, but that's the key word. There is. There <laughs> is, but if you're, gonna, if you're resting your season on Alex Smith might get hurt again and we got Colt McCoy, we'll be all right. Mm, probably not. Uh, Washington is going to go defense. They're going to take a they're going to take Greedy Williams from LSU. They're going to take a corner to try to keep up to all that quarterback in the uh, NFC East. I'll tell you this: all that quarterback in the NFC East. Can we stop for a second and listen to that? Can we can we look at that quarterback? That quarterback, Eli Manning. (laughs) Exactly. This is the Redskins I'm talking about. Worried about Eli Manning's deep ball. He doesn't have one anymore. Dak Prescott Prescott never had one. He's never had one. And, well, Alex Alex Smith maybe had one at one time, but we haven't seen it in a year or two. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear this here first. Alex Smith was the best quarterback in the NFC East last year. I I mean, Dak Prescott is is good if he stays within his game, but his game is not the long ball. That's, That's for sure. As long as he stays um, and handing Ezekiel the ball Elliott. off to Ezekiel Elliott, then he is amazing. The, the, if you stack the, the red box and shut Zeke down, that cannot beat you. I don't disagree, and I'm a Cowboys fan. That I don't disagree. The Redskins have always been, been big on quarterbacks that were no good and lots of defense, uh, lots, especially at the corner. They've always had a big stud corner all the time for years and years and years, even when they were no good. Well, that's what they're going to do again. There's a, well, it's hard to get out of the rut of when you're stuck in doing things a certain way. And like I said, look at the list of quarterbacks that walk from Washington. You'll have a heart attack. And each one Joe of them, even Osman. Okay, there's the last good quarterback the, the Redskins have had. What happened to <laughs> RG3? Where did he go? Cleveland. Uh, Dr. <laughs> I forgot his name. Is that doctor that does all the knee replacement? Doctor yeah. James Andrews. A, a lot of trips to to the uh, ACL and MCL specialist, and yet they ran him out yeah. there again. You know, they just they just have a bad habit of doing that. And Bailey, Bailey, got, this may be a little bit this may be a little bit of an inside joke, Bailey. But do you remember this saying? All in for week one, baby. RG three is all in for week one, baby. <laughs> I remember when they picked him and everybody was like, he is going to be like, you know, Donovan McNabb 2.0. Had he not well, gotten hurt, he would have been. I maintain he, he that. Have, His he first year been, was great. But even after he got hurt, they still would cart him out there. Yeah, but look and at the investment they made. Look at the investment they made get, to get him. Let him get better, for God's sake. I, I agree. They make that investment, and then they also pick another quarterback in like the third round, fourth round. They took Cousins. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, fourth. And then he's not on the team either. 
Yeah, and then there was a time they had like three or four <laughs> guys going, and nobody knew what was going on, and it's just they're a hot mess every year too. Yeah, that's like the running back situation. Washington's running back situation is always a mess. It's always like, who are we going to start? Thompson, Samaj, P. Ryan? Who are we starting? Well, it is right now. Wrong I mean, game. I like I like Adrian Peterson, but how much gas has got? Has he got left in the tank, if any? I got Hard a, a crazy Adrian Peterson story. So I'm playing fantasy football, and it's I think it's Sunday or Monday night against the Eagles. This guy is Adrian Peterson. He's seven points to beat me. He busts off a nine-yard touchdown run, doesn't get a yard the rest of the game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Happened last year. Yeah, he's he's one of those kind of guys, too, where he'll have a good game, then he has four bad ones, or maybe not bad ones, or then they don't let him touch the ball for three weeks. You know, you don't know who knows. Washington Redskins. Washington are, yeah, he, he was a bit of a flash in the pan, in my opinion. But well, moving on from the ineptitude of the Washington Redskins. We, we have talked way too long about the Washington Redskins. Let's move on to the Carolina Panthers at pick 16, no. Justin Bailey's team. Who are they taking? Have, we're too good to have as many holes as we have. But. Cam Newton played hurt half of last year. That's why he couldn't throw the ball over ten yards. Apparently, uh, the way we keep him, the way we keep him healthy is finally get somebody to protect him. We invested, we invested way too much money in Matt Khalil. Cut him. He didn't even play a down. I don't think. Brian Khalil retired. We, we replaced him with a center out of Denver. I don't recall his name. We want to thank Andre Dillard out of Wazoo. Okay. Uh, I went a completely different route. Uh, I have the Panthers taking Clellan Fer- Farrell uh, from Clemson, the edge rusher, 6'4", 264. Um, I think that defense has not been what it once was, and I think they try to beef that back up again. I think they try to beef that back up and get Luke Keekley some help, and I think Farrell would be a good a good piece there. Tim. Uh, I've got him taking Jonah Williams out of Alabama at the guard position. Guys, he can play just about anywhere on the line and will help out wherever they need a little bit of help. And they need some help. Well, all right. We're about halfway through the draft right now, and we're cruising right along, so that's always good. Let's take a second here and thank our sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304 304- 362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New answers to your legal questions. Big thanks to the law offices of Stephen P. New, our gracious, gracious sponsor. All right, guys, we're back. Second half of the draft here. 
in the first round, pick 17, the New York football giants have another first round pick. Mr. Bailey, who do they take? Well, they got they got the defensive guy in my draft, you know, the dominant Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. If you believe in Eli Manning, prove it. You get him a target or you protect him just like a bunch, just like everybody else. You you have to keep your quarterback happy for the probably two more years he was gonna play. I think you're gonna get Cody Ford out of Oklahoma. Try to keep Eli on his seat, see what he can do when he's standing up, because he has been a good quarterback when he can actually stand on his feet and throw the ball. Well, I went with them taking Brian Burns, edge rusher from Florida State. Uh, I think they go quarterback early uh, in the draft, so I think they want to beef up that defense a little more. So I think they go with the edge rusher there. Again, an offensive lineman actually wouldn't be a bad pick for them, but again, I honestly believe they're more focused on defense and a quarterback than they are trying to help out with uh, protecting said quarterback. So I'm going to go with Brian Burns there for the Giants. Tim? Uh, I've I've still got uh, Drew Locke available on my board. So I have the Giants taking him at QB. Um, Somebody in the New York organization by pick 17 wakes up and realizes that Eli Manning is older than Methuselah. And they probably ought to get another. (laughs) Probably ought to start thinking about getting another quarterback, even if they're not really – that wild about this guy, but he's better than. I mean, who who's the backup quarterback for the uh, New York Giants? Oh man, it's is it not still? Geno Smith. Uh, it, it used to be. It wasn't. It, um, he broke the, it broke the streak. It's not Ryan Nassib, is it? I don't know. He That's why I'm asking. I mean, I mean, I, I, I somebody there has got to look at. Uh, Okay, what happens if Eli goes down? And at his age, that is a possibility on any play. Um, so who, who, who Alex, Alex Tanny, I'm thinking. Is it Tanny? Might be their backup. Yeah, Alex Tanny is one, and I think Kyle Laletta, I want to say, is the other one. I'm not sure who's yeah. two three. I'm not sure who's two three there, but. Not nothing that I that I can see is all that spectacular. So, well, I'll say this. I'll say this about uh, October 2018. Kyle Laletta was arrested for nearly hitting a cop with his car. So, oh, so he'll be he should be traded to the Cowboys anytime soon. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals are on the phone now calling. Uh, no, 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 yeah, the Cowboys are the kings of. Have you, know, you got a record? We can help you. Come to Dallas. <laughs> but anyway, I've, I've got them taking Drew Locke. If they they got to take a quarterback. they they got to. Okay. Well, the next pick belongs to the Minnesota Vikings. Bailey, who do the Vikings take? Uh, the best offensive lineman available, pretty much. You know, you got to help Kirk Cousins so he can prove more how overpaid and overrated he is. Uh, Garrett Bradbury, the center on North Carolina State. Man. He's no, 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 no argument for me. He's, hey, he's a Washington Redskin cast off. How good can he be? I think he's, he's a stats guy. 
He can throw well, five touchdowns every game, but still throw a pick six to lose the game. Is he is he one of those guys that Tom Robinson refers to as our field general? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think Kirk Cousins might be the second most highly paid player to have never really accomplished anything in football. Uh, the top paid player being Matt Flynn, who broke the Packers um, football touchdown record for a single game and then got paid from the Seattle Seahawks and then lost the – and I'm talking about it, he got paid a lot of money to come to Seattle to quarterback. And he lost the starting job to Russell Wilson. And then he went to Oakland – and he just ne- he never won a starting job after that big payday from uh, Seattle. So, Matt Flynn, we salute you. To be uh, fair, I, Russell Wilson turned out to be pretty damn good. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, I'll tell you who yeah. didn't. Uh, every other quarterback in Oakland turned out to not be good. And Minnesota's backup hey, bro, is, is Case Keenum. Is that correct? No, Keenum, Keenum went to Denver. He got traded to Denver. He did. So or so did, or whatever. So why so why did Denver sign Joe Flacco then? Because Keenum sucked. <laughs> That's the thing that taught me about Minnesota. When Joe Sam Flacco Bradford was on the field, when, when Bradford was on the field for them, he did good. Keenum did really good. Teddy Bridgewater was supposed to be their future. They had three options at quarterback and chose the wrong fourth option. It's well, it's. That is Minnesota, and those Minnesota teams always seem to just fuck it up. I should know. But I have the Vikings taking (laughs) Cody Ford, offensive lineman out of Oklahoma, to try to protect Case – or, excuse me, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, 6'4", 329-pound lineman. Tim, who do you have him taking? I have him taking Cody Ford, too, to protect uh, Case Cousins. (laughs) Case (laughs) Cousins. Well, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, you can't get Case Keenum off the line. Oh, yeah. No, he's, uh, they, they, I mean, they need help there. And, I mean, Kirk Cousins, not exactly what you want to call mobile. Yeah. and, and so, or at least not in my definition of mobile anyway. I mean, what is it with these guys named Cousins getting these fat contracts but never performing, right? Am I right? Yeah. Well, you know, like I say, you can never you can never blame them for taking the money. It's not it's not no, on the player. No, no, it's, it, nah, nah, it's, nah. it's not on the player. It's on it's on ownership or management. I mean, who decides? I maintain. To do that? I maintain we should start calling Kirk Cousins Woogie. That way, we can have Boogie and Woogie Cousins. And they can be an ASW tag team champion. Yeah, sure, sure. There we go. Well, why not? We're gonna go crazy. Let's just. Let's go all the way. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Moving Casey on. Pick nine. His name to Casey Cousins. <laughs> Shut up. Pick 19. The Tennessee Titans are on the board. Bailey, who they go with? Uh, they're going to sure up that pass rush and just get Rayshon Gary. It's, it's the blessing mm-hmm. that he really lasted that long for them. I think it's a no-brainer. I have to agree on the pass rush. I have them taking Dexter Lawrence from Clemson defensive tackle. Um, I think they definitely they grab him there uh, in this draft because that def- that defensive line from Clemson was scary, uh, and it's hard not to grab a guy that's six four, three hundred and forty two pounds to beef up yeah, the interior. That's <laughs> a big boy. Uh, what do you think on that, Tim? Okay, I've gone totally crazy here. 
Um, I've got uh, Tennessee taking Noah Fant at tight end because Delaney Walker will not play into his 50s despite what the Tennessee Titans might think. Now, with with advances in modern medical science, it, it could happen. Delaney Robot Walker. <laughs> Would that make him Delaney Moon Walker? <laughs> I think you played the wrong time for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll play the right one then. Don't we, don't we have one that's just like crickets? No, I don't have a cricket sound. <laughs> you need it with the jokes you tell. Ah, uh, you know me. Girl, girl, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to which one All right, which one of you is Billy and which one is Manila? Come on. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, Moving on to the the 20th pick in the draft, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock. Bailey, who who is my brother-in-law going to be excited about this year? Uh, Greedy Williams. He's the best corner in the draft, and they have nobody to cover those receivers at at all. Now you got Beckham and Landry to cover on one team. You know, you've A.J. Green, who's – Probably the biggest wasted 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 talent since Calvin Johnson. I can't Every argue with that. And whoever Lamar Jackson's throwing to, I really don't know. <laughs> I think I think Pittsburgh's going to get a steal here, honestly, and that's a guy who's going to fall to them all the way at twenty. And that's Devin Bush. Uh, great last name. So I'm gonna take. I think they take him, the linebacker from Michigan. They've got holes on defense all over the place, and they are not going to be that good this year. Uh, James Connor's a great running back. I knew he would be when I saw him at the University of Pittsburgh. I knew he was going to be a good running back, but they just don't. I mean, yeah, and, and his battles with cancer have taken a lot out of him too. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is a good wide receiver but they really have no one else at receiver. I mean, who do they move in I mean, there? We'll see how good it's out Antonio Brown uh, taking coverage away from him. Well, exactly. I mean, that that's that's the whole that's the whole thing is how good are you when that number 1 goes away and now you're the number 1. So, we'll see how good he becomes and and what happens. Uh I'm going to go ahead and think they go with the linebacker Bush though. Tim if there was ever a franchise that doesn't deserve any picks at all, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, what a train wreck. They should still be boycotting picks for Ben Raplesberger, as far as I'm concerned. But seeing as a legend. Well, okay, fine, a legend. Um, <laughs> uh, they're going to take Byron Murphy at the corner because I've already got Greedy Williams off my board or they'd have taken him. Um, but man, you want to talk about another team that needs to start looking at a quarterback. They've got no wide receivers. Uh, they got holes all over the place. I mean, they, anybody they pick that's any good is probably going to start playing for them because they're, 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 they weren't very good last year and they're going to be worse this year. Oh yeah. They've really lost a lot of the luster. What do you think the chances are they have a top 10 pick next year? Pretty good. 
I honestly believe they will have a top ten pick next year. I think it's a pretty the good, pretty good chance. Not that good anymore. No, I if mean, they and they're to the playoffs with Brown and Smith Schuster and you know Roethlisberger still having a decent year. James Conner was far well exceeding expectations. If they can't get to the playoffs like that, they're not going to do it this year. They will no, battle the Cincinnati Bengals for AFC North mediocrity. They're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> they may be bad, but they're not Bengals bad. They're going to be. Hey, Baltimore, Baltimore is going to be what they are. They're going to be half decent. Cleveland is going to be better than they were last year. It's, and scary, that, it's scary that the Browns are going to win this division more than likely. The Browns, the Browns could easily win the AFC North without any trouble at all, unless uh, their quarterback regresses, which will remains to be seen. Um, but, yeah, the Steelers, not what they once were. And mm-hmm. that's okay by and that's okay by me, because I can't stand them. <laughs> well, moving on, pick twenty one, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they just paid Russell Wilson more money than he's worth, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Money. Gave him way too much money. Ba- Bailey, who do the the Seahawks take at pick twenty one? I mean, if you would have told me four years ago that the entire Legion of Boom would be gone. I would told you you were crazy. This, this team was supposed to be a dynasty, you know. They were supposed yeah. to have that Ravens, that 2000s Ravens defense, you know. And then they passed so they on then they passed on the goal line. Yeah, that was pretty much the downfall of that franchise. Pete Carroll is, I think, starting to lose the team. So you got to rebuild that defense now that you paid your quarterback. And you go with Byron Murphy, the corner out of Washington. I will agree that they need to rebuild the the team. The problem is there's not a lot of, like, fantastic corners in this draft. Um, there's not a lot of great there's, secondary there's players. Yeah, I mean, so I think they got to go with Jeffrey. Uh, I think it's Simmons. Uh, it could be Simons. I think it's Simmons, though, out of uh, Mississippi State. 6'4", 300-pound defensive tackle. Just to try to start somewhere on that defense because that defense was not good last year at all. So I will. No, they really I think the Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Seahawks take a tackle. Tim, uh, I've got them taking Brian Burns on the edge from Florida State. Um, it, extremely impressive at the combine, apparently, and that has got Seattle wanting him at that spot if they can get him. Yeah, apparently his. I read the same thing about his combine being so good. That's why he moved up a lot of draft boards. Um, I, I had him taken at 17 by the Giants, so we'll see what I mean, happens there. I mean, any team that can't beat the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, though, I mean, any help they can get is good. And if you can't beat Mike Mitchell back, you're going to have trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to hand it off to to Booby, baby. Put me in. Let me spin, <laughs> coach. <laughs> Thank you, Bailey. I, I missed you. Um, man. <laughs> Pick it takes 22. Thanks, the best friend to laugh at shit like that, let me tell you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's another inside joke, kind of. <laughs> but okay, is well, it, though? Well, from well, Friday Night Lights? Yes and no. It's from a pretty famous movie, but we say at the most random fucking times playing WWE games and shit. <laughs> yeah, we did. I haven't <laughs> seen the movie, so, but I don't <laughs> remember the line. Uh, nothing, nothing will make me just a little side note here. Nothing makes me laugh harder though 
than the Brian Kendrick dance on the announce table that you did <laughs> during a championship scramble. Brian Kendrick. <laughs> Thank you, Kendrick. Uh, we'll back to that another time. Pick 22, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Bailey, who do you have the Ravens taking so was, here? I've been staring at my terrible handwriting here for a little bit, and I had to look up the draft order. I thought I put I put the abbreviation BAL. My B looks like a D, so I was trying to figure out why the hell do I have the Cowboys drafting Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma? Now, I just figured out it's fucking Baltimore, and they need a receiver for Lamar Jackson <laughs> to throw to because he can't run 30 fucking times a game. <laughs> And I yeah. Brown's this is where you're wrong, though. He can, he can attempt to run 30 times a game. <laughs> he you, can. You have to get that guy a receiver. Because, like, Baltimore is like right. where mediocre receivers go to start. Yeah. They're going to bring back yeah, I think the – They're going to bring back both Steve Smiths out of retirement. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, it's very possible they could replace Terrell Suggs, too, but I see them going receiver. I have them taking Garrett Bradbury, offensive lineman out of North Carolina State. They've got to protect Jackson if he is going to run as much as he's going to run, and I think Bradbury will fit in there nicely to give uh, Jackson some options running the ball. So I think they go Bradbury there. Protection is going to be big for Jackson because anybody can be a great receiver if your quarterback has time to throw. So that's who I think Baltimore goes with there. Tim? I'll be a son of a gun. I got the same guy. How about that? Well, I'll be damned. I'm going to be the chances of that. Yeah, they need, very strange. They need, they need help on defense all over the place. There's another one where they'll, uh, he's, if he's available, they'll, they'll grab him. He might be gone by 22, but. Maybe. Well. Pick 23 is the Houston Texans, the Sean Watson's bunch. Bailey, who do the Texans take? I've got a buddy who's a huge Texans fan. And his the best quote he said all last year, that's not from our play calling sucks, is we have the worst corners I've ever seen grace the football field. So it's a <laughs> no-brainer. They have to go with DeAndre Baker from Georgia and really just get somebody out there to, to follow a receiver around because they didn't seem to do that last year. Man, their corners were bad. I will agree. However, it, the tech, the Texans, again, they're kind of victims of that whole there's only a few corners worth taking, and I think they can get a quality corner in the second round. I think the Texans are going to get protection for Deshaun Watson, and they're going to take Andre Dillard from Washington State, offensive lineman. And if they don't take Dillard, uh, basically I think Bradbury Dillard go back-to-back at 22 and 23. I just wonder who takes who. I took Bradbury first, um, and I think they'll take Dillard at 23. The Texans will take the leftovers of the Ravens. So, I think they go offensive lineman. Tim. The Houston Texans, a franchise that no one cares about, the little brother to the Cowboys, (laughs) always will be, forgotten most of the time, never amount to nothing, have a good year and then blow it, did this year. Uh, they so have no, uh, a big fan. Um, <laughs> they got no left tackle, so they need a tackle. So they are going to take the uh, aptly unnamed Greg Little from Mississippi, who's not very little, from what I understand. <laughs> who's six foot five, three hundred and ten pounds? <laughs> yeah. 
my kind of guy with a funny name like that. But yeah, they apparently yeah. they have no left tackle at all. So they're either going to have to pick one or they're going to have to trade for one. Um, and apparently there's not much on the trade market in that department. So yeah, good left tackles hard to find. Uh, Oakland Raiders. We're going to be hearing that name quite a bit during the draft. Pick 24 goes to Oakland, and everybody was talking about it all season. Oakland's got all these draft picks. Who do they turn these draft picks into? Bailey, who is it? Well, they're still trying to replace the production that Khalil Mack gave. They they grow tongue-tied. They grabbed Queen Williams and at pick four. They're going to pair him up with Brian Burns out of Florida State, and that should equal half a Khalil Mack. <laughs> half a Khalil Mack. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mate. them taking the first running back off the board, Josh Jacobs, 5'10", 220-pound running back from Alabama. Because let's face it here, Oakland doesn't have anything worth talking about. Uh, they have a very old uh, Doug Martin who can run the ball for them. They just Oakland is just not good. They have Marsh. They had Marshawn Lynch. Um, least just, mode. Yeah, least mode indeed. Too many Skittles, Marshawn. Uh, so I think Oakland takes Josh Jacobs, the running back, as they try to come up with something here uh, that they can do in Oakland. I think Oakland's going to be another top five pick again next draft. Uh, Tim, who do the Raiders take? Well, now it depends. By pick, by pick 24, if John Gruden hasn't fallen asleep by now, the Raiders will pick Kevin Farrell <laughs> in defense of that. If, if, however, if John Gruden has managed to stay awake this long, they will, in fact, select Kenny the Snake Stapler to fill their quarterback <laughs> needs. Actually, Nathan Peterman is on that roster. I know. But they don't have quarterback yeah, so, needs anymore. So they don't, so they don't need to select them. But, or there is a rumor, too, that they're maybe looking at uh, trying to get uh, Lyle Alzado to come out of retirement. Complete. Completely honest, like it's proof that everybody misses sometimes. I called Nathan Peterman the steal of the draft when he was picked. <laughs> I thought he was the well, future in Buffalo. You were just who was it? it uh, who was it? Mel Kiper the... when they drafted the guy said, "I'll see you at the Hall of Fame." Uh, it was Mike Williams. Oh, that guy who sat out. He was like sophomore oh, year because he wanted to join the NFL early. Oh yeah. No, yeah. He came. He came up with Eddie Lacy syndrome. <laughs> I mean, on a on a quarterback, it's not quite as hard to it, – it's easier to miss on a QB because some of that stuff you just can't really tell until they actually get into an NFL game, despite what they may have done in college. But the Oakland Raiders are going to get three picks in the first round, and I'm going to guess at least two of them will not pan out. Hey, one for three is not horrible. It is, you, it is when you could have just kept the three guys you get rid of. <laughs> it, and, it is when you could have kept the best linebacker then, in football. Well, when they traded what's-his-name to the Cowboys, I mean, that wasn't a good move either. He just didn't like them. And that's that's not how you run a football team. No. If the guy can, if the guy can play, you have to figure out a way to get along with him or ignore whatever it is you don't like about him. But trading guys just because you don't like their personalities or whatever is a recipe for disaster. 
And while John Gruden is, well, it's John Gruden. What more can be said? Well, up well, next. We're going to see this draft. Like how I mean, I, mean I, would, I wouldn't put it past the Raiders to draft a punter. <laughs> they drafted Sebastian Janikowski. They, to, they try to trade for Sebastian Janikowski and try to get Raymond Guy to come out of retirement. Because, Dan, he was a kicker <laughs> really good back, back in the 80s. And then I want to put John Gruden's at. Well, let's be honest. John Gruden has got a lot of – he did not show any signs of jumping into into the 20th century, the 21st century, I Didn't guess. He get, like, isn't his, like, entire contract guaranteed? So why does he even care at this point? He doesn't. I and think... he's, got, he's got control over the guys above him. Like in most franchises, I mean, he, he would still have to answer to somebody. But he really doesn't have to accept the owner, and the owner thinks he wants some water. So I think that you're looking at a guy in John Gruden who is actually playing the biggest prank that you could ever have. I think someone <laughs> dared him and they put a lot of money on this that he couldn't get a head coaching job. And if he did, he had to absolutely destroy the team. And I think John Gruden is actually winning a bet right now. He had a bet with, I, I, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Schwarzenegger's side of the bet was that he couldn't marry a Kennedy. But he somehow pulled also, it off. He somehow pulled and it I off. Also and I, believe, and I also believe that what happened is that the owners of the team were in on this joke, and they said, you know what? We're going to go ahead and move the team so to avoid backlash – we're just going to go ahead and suck to where they never want to see us again. And that's I mean, what we're getting. I mean, would you, but he signed He signed a 10-year, $100 million contract. And would you believe it has a no-trade clause in it? <laughs> that's hysterical. Well, because he was traded. He was. Yeah. So he made sure there was a no-trade Clause in it. I mean, he—they're—they're they're stuck with him. I mean, they have got no choice because at that kind of money, well, I suppose the Davises can probably afford to pay that and pay somebody else too. But they stuck with him till 2018 or 2028. Sorry, I was about to say, Tim. I think that already passed. I mean, I don't know. Unless unless he shows something he's never shown before. I don't know how it's going to get any better there, but well, Brett Favre yeah. went to New York and showed stuff he'd never showed before. But anyway, <laughs> coming up next, pick twenty-five, the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly! Da, 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 da. Oh, the Philadelphia e- Crybabies! I oh, <laughs> Eagles, right? <laughs> Who do that. they take, Bailey? I think we're going to take the. Uh... Conman Freak, DK Metcalf. You know, he's physically the best prospect in the draft, probably. He had the best combine of all the receivers. His tape may not be the best, but I think he has more potential than his counterpart in college, A.J. Brown. And I think that they, they need a number one receiver. They've never really had that number one guy. It's Zach Ertz. Okay. Well, I have them going with Jalen Ferguson, the edge rusher from Louisiana Tech. 
getting in on the the action here as I have in this whole entire draft. I have six edge rushers. I have six edge rushers getting taken in the first round alone. I think the Eagles are the sixth team to do so. Jalen Ferguson out of Louisiana Tech, um, you know, fits in with what the Eagles want to do. So I'm going to go with him. Tim. Uh, see, I got the. Uh, I think you picked him earlier. I've got them taking Josh Jacobs at running back from Alabama, as they. Don't yeah, I had really, a, I had the Raiders. I had the Raiders taking him. Yeah, they they need a running back. They've kind of approached that position the last couple of years by committee, and it's never really worked out all that well for them. Uh, bits and pieces well, here and there. Yeah, they so they the window small one. <laughs> so they need a they need a running back. So I'll, I'll have to take Josh Jacobs. Although I, I, I started to find at this point in the draft, the picks were starting to get a little uh, was a little thin in, in yeah. anything you know, anything offensively. Definitely was getting real oh, thin. Absolutely. Uh, Indianapolis Colts pick at twenty six. Bailey, who do they take? Uh, DK Metcalf's counterpart, AJ Brown. Get somebody opposite T.Y. Hilton. Andrew Luck's going to have any MVP years. My prediction for Indy. If they pick up where they left off in the regular season last year, the Colts could be very dangerous this year. Um, but we'll see. I guarantee Luck is MVP. Ooh, look, no listen to you. Listen to you. <laughs> big bet from a big man. Okay, I was I broken when Andrew Luck decided to stay for his senior year and we got stuck with Cam Newton. I mean, yeah, he panned out. He got to the Super Bowl and everything. But I was huge on Andrew Luck. I thought he was the best prospect to ever come out of quarterback since Peyton Manning. I'm crying now. <laughs> <laughs> I want Andrew Luck so bad. <laughs> well, I'm going to say the Colts take Jerry Tiller, defensive lineman from Notre Dame, six foot six, two hundred and ninety-five pound lineman. Uh, just going to clog up the interior there. A lot of running in that division, uh, mainly because there's no really great quarterbacks in that division. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's a hit or miss long ball guy. You look at uh, the you look at the AFC South there. There's just so much that can go wrong, quarterback wise. Of course, Nick Foles is there now. We'll see with him. Tennessee, they like to run the ball as well. So I think you got to clog up the middle. Jerry Tiller's a nice fit there. Tim, what? Who do the Colts take at 26, you prick? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the Colts take uh, Dexter serial killer Lawrence out of Clemson. <laughs> Gee. What? Alleged. <laughs> no, Dexter was a serial killer, my friend, on TV. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Odd. No, no alleged <laughs> there at all. Definitely serial killer. He was never convicted. (laughs) (laughs) Never convicted. They're another team. They need help in a lot of spots. And uh, I'm actually surprised. Why are they drafting so low? Did they actually do that well last year? They made the playoffs. Yeah, they made it to the divisional round and got thanked by Kansas City. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I don't remember. Yeah, I was going to say, well. Playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah. The Patriots would be the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. 
Pick 27, oh. another, a team we've heard of, the Oakland Raiders. Now, who are they again? <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, who do the Raiders take at 27? I feel like half of this show has been making fun of the Raiders, but I think they make the best pick possible here and get Josh Jacobs at 27. Well, I had him taking Jacobs at 24. You have him at 27. I think here they actually grab a safety, my first safety off the board, Jonathan Abram, because they need help over the top there. He's a 5'11", 215 safety out of Mississippi State, and I think they grab him here. And honestly, if the Raiders do take any like any combination of the three picks we made, I think they – I'm not going to say they're better, but I think they made the most out of the three picks in the first round. Now, that being said – I have a feeling they won't, and they're going to Oakland it up real good. But we'll see. Tim, who do you have them taking? Uh, I gave them the best tackle I had left on the board, Dalton or Isner from Kansas State, because I just don't know with the, the Raiders. The needs being so many, uh, and the players, no let's, be honest. let's be honest, the, the uh, players, like they need a lot of help on offense too, but there really isn't anybody – Although this is coming from a team that drafted Jamarcus Russell, so you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> oh, Jamarcus! Well, look at their, you know. I mean, we sit here and go, okay, well, they they won't take these guys because they're really not, they really don't fit. But then you go and look at like who's quarterback the Raiders again. I really hate to pick on their QB spot, but I mean, who have they had at quarterback in the last? You know, Kerry Collins. Josh McCallum, Yeah, I mean they've Derek, Derek, even even Derek Carr, who was the quarterback there for five years, but never really did anything. Uh, I mean they've been bad. Jeff Hostetler, <laughs> Jeff George. I mean they just they've never really had a good quarterback since. Oh, Jeff George. Jeff George. I mean, you've got to go back to the, like, literally the Ken Stabler, Jim Plunkett days to find a quarterback. Rich Gannon had an MVP year. Okay, but. Yeah, but he also had two MVP receivers, so. Or two uh, Hall of Fame receivers. My my point being is that we're, we're, we're looking for these teams to draft with brains, and some of them just don't. Now, the Raiders, like, Let's be honest. I mean, I don't think it does the league any good at all if the Raiders are a god-awful joke. I mean, I think it's a little bit better with them moving, though, because they're going to go to Vegas, right? Uh, yeah. The plan. Okay, so that franchise Eventually. should be – so that franchise should – I mean, it would be helpful if that franchise was at least half decent. But I have a, a feeling that they're going to blow the draft. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But hopefully they don't. Well, if anybody can do it, it's John Gruden. I've watched a lot of draft picks come through Tampa that he well, made. I mean, it uh, used to been. Traditionally, it was the job of the Cleveland Browns to screw up the draft. But they finally figured it out. And they're <laughs> well, not there to – and they're not there to – well, they're not there to do it anyway, at the very least. So yeah, somebody – very uh, true. Somebody, somebody always does. Somebody makes a pick that just makes your – that you roll your eyes and go, who the hell is that guy? And then the coach comes on, or general manager, and tries to convince you that this guy is exactly what the franchise needs to succeed. Deshaun Kaiser, yeah, baby. Hayward Bay. <laughs> <Hayward> Bay. <laughs> they grabbed him over Crabtree, and it was the funniest, most embarrassing moment of their life. 
I mean, it's been done. I mean, and let's be honest, the track record there is not very good. So, but oh man, well, I mean, I wouldn't, pick, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Oakland Raiders have three draft picks left by the time the draft starts. I mean, they may move them. Who knows? You mean I, I can't I rule it out? Derek Carr, John Gruden yeah. wants to move all those all those starters move, that they pay. They'll move, they'll move Derek Carr and then not draft a quarterback. <laughs> Nathan Peterman there, baby. time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brucey's time to shine. You gotta, you gotta wonder. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We got uh, 35 minutes left yet, and only five more picks to make. So we got a little bit of time. I'm gonna throw yeah. this out there. How the hell did they call? How do you think Colin Kaepernick is feeling right now, knowing that guys like that have got jobs? Well. My thing, I'm I'm in the military, but I do not hate Kaepernick. All right, let's just put that out there. He's exercising I, his rights. I'm fine with that. He's doing uh, yeah. nothing to hurt me or my paycheck. Who knows if he can even if he's even in football shape anymore at this point? And we, we don't. He we don't. Too when, much money. When somebody gets hurt, though, like once the season starts, and you see the names that those guys bring in to look at. And it is past laughable, some of the guys they call in. And even more laughable, but, some that actually get get to stay. I mean, maybe now he isn't any good anymore, but he certainly was two years ago. He was a better quarterback. Than, also. Yeah, he might want, he wants to get, down. yeah, he wants to get paid like a starter. You're right. Unless you're Minnesota two years ago, unless your starting quarterback goes down, you're pretty much throwing in the towel, you know. Minnesota made the playoffs, almost went to the Super Bowl with their third-string quarterback and then ditched all three of them, but that's a different story. I mean, somebody looked at Mark Sanchez this year. I'm not picking on Mark Sanchez, but when, when's the last time Mark <laughs> Sanchez? Well, can we, though, but can we? Can we yeah, please? I mean, when, <laughs> when's the last time that he was a viable, but he even threw a ball in the NFL? Like, it's got to be years ago. He played for the Eagles for last year. I think he actually okay. Washington picked him up last year when Smith somebody went down. Did, yeah. Somebody did, and it was just like, you have got to be kidding me. And then Colt McCoy I mean, actually got hurt in one of the games, and they started Sanchez. Okay. I mean, Sanchez has really recently just bounced around the NFL like a Kardashian at the NBA All-Star game. <laughs> he, he's been with everyone now. Was that the like a doorknob? Everybody gets a turn. Pretty much. I think yeah. I think the reason why Kaepernick's not brought in, and this is just me, I don't think it has anything to do at all with the issue that the media keeps pushing forward. I think it's the fact he's just a distraction, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the issue is. It doesn't matter if he if you believe, if you agree with him or you disagree with him. When you bring a guy in, he comes to play football. He he shouldn't be there yeah. to make a name for himself as an icon or make a, a push a political statement or anything. He should just come in I, to play football. And teams don't want that media distraction. No, and I think that's the main I, reason. I would be totally okay with it if he would have done it in any other form except the field. When he made it part of the football thing, then I was not for it. But that being said, regardless of what side you sit on, you, there's going to be uproar from at least half of your fan base one way or the other. And you can't have that. 
He's not good enough for you to put up with that. Let's put it that way. Right. He's now, not if he was, if, if, he was Patrick, if he was Patrick Mahomes and he comes with that baggage, then you put up with that bag. You find a way to put up with that baggage because he's worth it. But he doesn't bring enough to the table anymore to wipe out that perceived uh, mark against him, however you want to look at it. So for your information or our edification, Mark Sanchez has managed to stay in the league every year. Since two thousand and since he got drafted, he played for the if Jets. You me, if, you, if I was just a guy who just didn't watch the NFL, didn't follow it, um, didn't stay on top of things, and I showed you the butt fumble, and then I told you this dude remained in the league for what ten years after this, I, I'd call you an idiot. I'm like, no, this guy should have been fired on the spot, but yet. Here he is. They keep him. Hey, well, one thing a lot of people don't look at with backups, some people are just really good clipboard holders, you know. Like when the starter comes off the field, they can point out things on the tape or the pictures that the starter can see, you know. That, and Mark Sanchez is may be really good at that. He has, Maybe. Played, he has played enough or seen enough games anyway. I mean, he, he definitely knows uh, what a really good pass rush looks like playing for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he knows what a pocket collapsing looks like. Yeah, you know, he knows <laughs> not what to do. <laughs> what 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 the signs of things are going bad? You know, he can point. You see, out, so. I can hear Sanchez as a coach now. Quarterbacks don't run into your linemen, and if you do, hold on to the ball. <laughs> I mean, because his statistics were god. I mean, he, I mean, he threw more interceptions and touchdowns in his career, which I never would have said. I wouldn't have guessed that. I mean, I knew he was bad, I but I didn't. I didn't think he was that bad. Passer rating of seventy three for his career, so that probably that tells you quite a bit right there. But anyway, sorry. Oh, I know. Sorry to ramble off on quarterbacks, but it's kind of my kind of a. Well, I mean, quarter a, quarterbacks is is the money position. There, you know, considering when you watch college football and you see all the good quarterbacks you see, it really there aren't very many in the NFL. You know, how many teams can you say that have really got a super stud quarterback? Uh, well, Clemson, <laughs> Patriots, the Patriots, whether you like Tom Brady or not, the Patriots—they got him got in the sixth count. round. Yeah, he's got a count. Uh, Kansas City. Definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, Green Green Bay, maybe. You, you got to you got to throw Rodgers in there. He he's yeah, New um, Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Drew Brees. Brees is definitely in there. Uh, some guys will give you Philip Rivers, but I I'm kind of Philip Rivers as a stat guy and nothing else. Never wins uh, when it really. I think Philip Rivers. Really I think if you put Philip Rivers on some teams that have failed, he's a Super Bowl champion. I think Philip Rivers is that good. I've always been a Rivers guy. He's never been able to get it done. I think though, he's so. a year below the guys we just named. That would be that would be my guess. I mean, we've come up with five whole guys, so that means there's 27 starting quarterbacks in the NFL that really aren't that great. What do you mean, Ryan Tannehill is amazing? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'll give you. I mean, he looks spectacular when he runs off the field after that third <laughs> down sack. I mean, and he, and he 
and he shows the very much shows the proper amount of concern after he throws a pick and pulls his uh, chin strap <laughs> off, pulls off his helmet, and looks quizzical as he goes to the sidelines looking at the coach like, what happened there? I think I heard a uh, his, Cleo Lemon chant whenever Tannehill went off the, off the field last time. In Tannehill's defense, every time Miami gets a good skill position player, they trade him. They trade Very him. True. They traded Jay Ajayi. They just true, don't want to get that uh, winning team. Those 200 interceptions were not all because a receiver was running the wrong route. <laughs> it's a lot easier when your receiver's open. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah, but then you shouldn't be throwing the ball, either. <laughs> not when you got a spaghetti arm, anyway. If you have Brett yeah. Favre, maybe, maybe you can get him in there, but insert Brett Favre joke here. Check your, check <laughs> your pictures. Maybe it's there. me, Brett Favre. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, Hi, for, I'm Brett for, Favre for Wrangler jeans. These jeans make oh, my package I, look great. I watched him on his uh, his ESPN. I don't know if it was thirty for thirty, but something like that. I mean, you got to. I mean, you want to talk about a confident guy, an ego the size of Texas? Unbelievable! How much he nobody was responsible for anything good that happened to him except for him. It was incredible. <laughs> I can hear his Hall of Fame induction speech now. Yeah, I, I like Brett Favre, and he was a hell of a quarterback. No, no, no arguing that, but, I mean, you want to – I mean, I expect them to have some ego. I mean, they're professional athletes. I think it kind of comes with the territory. But there's ego, and then there's, by God, uh, I could have thrown the ball to uh, three guys in wheelchairs, and I'd have got 25,000 yards. So you know, you're trying to say fun. Brett. You're trying to say Brett Favre is basically Uncle Rico, right? Um, I don't know that reference. Napoleon well, Dynamite. Oh no, that's just a stupid show for kids. Oh, it's a terrible movie. It was awful, but Uncle Rico was funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I'll have to look that up. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back here. Let's get back. We got five picks left here. Yeah, uh, pick twenty-eight. The Los Angeles Chargers. Bailey, who do you have the Chargers going with? All right. They're going to pretty much build the greatest front seven on the man and just terrorize Patrick Mahomes with a clue and Farrell. It's a good pick for them. I have them going offensive line. Got to protect, got to protect the man in the backfield, and you got to protect Melvin Gordon. That would be Caleb McGarry, 6'7", 317. What is it? The training staff needs to protect Melvin Gordon. Well, I agree, but the offensive lineman out of Washington, I'm going with the Chargers taking him. Tim, who do you got him taking? Nate, are you looking at my list? <laughs> no, I'm not, sir. Oh, well, I got him too. That's where I I figured they they probably they could use a, a defensive tackle too, but I think they'll go with an offensive tackle. Okay, that's who I've got: Washington, Caleb McGarry. Well, great minds think alike, so Bailey, you're wrong. All right. So, so the Chargers will never the Chargers will never select Caleb McGarry at twenty eight. It'll never happen. Yeah, probably not. Well, let's look at pick twenty eight or excuse me, twenty nine. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock. Bailey, who do they take? They're gonna fill their biggest void, which is attempting to cover receiver. They're going to pick Rock, Eon Sin, the cornerback from Temple, and if 
he ever listens to this, I'm sorry for what I just did to your last name. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, apologize. Nothing personal. And a butcher that would be the. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure. No, it's not <laughs> when you don't know. I mean, it's not like the guy sitting there to tell you. <laughs> no, to be well, sure, if you'd, have done, if you'd have done your homework, you would have found a Yahoo clip and you would have heard somebody say his name. But you didn't. <laughs> if you knew me in high school, I didn't do my homework. <laughs> High school, college, military, whatever. Sure, uh, sure I'm right. Sure, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. The, I'm the American way, mediocrity. <laughs> I have the. I have yeah. the Chiefs taking Byron Murphy, the cornerback from Washington, five eleven, hundred ninety pounds. They did very little to stop people from scoring on them. I think Murphy helps them here on defense, helps slow them down a little bit, uh, other teams. I really I really think Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball on them in practice has not helped their confidence. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But they they got to beef up that corners and safeties. They've really got to do something about that. All right, pick 30, the Green Bay Packers with their second pick. Oh, excuse Tim, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me, I'm sorry. The Chiefs. Uh Canada would like to enter now. A, uh, we've brought up a, uh, what's that called? Uh, a complaint in the International Trade Organization at the, at the, at the Hague in Geneva after I was <laughs> lightly disregarded right. for my 29th pick. My, my like, bad. My because bad. It's Amer- because it's American football and I'm a Canadian, I'd like to get two picks back, please. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Pick 29, uh, Tim. I apologize. I got- uh, no problem. I got him taking uh, the best corner I could find, which was DeAndre, DeAndre Baker from Georgia. Because, as you said, uh, they look mighty pretty passing that ball, but they might they look pretty ugly trying to stop it too. So, and, and the, I think the Chiefs are gonna the Chiefs are gonna struggle a little bit this year. Kareem Hunt's gone. Tyreek Hill's in the middle of a messy investigation right now. Uh, uh, so Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is not sneaking up on anybody anymore either. That's true. There so, are a lot of will not be what they were last year. No, I think teams are going to be ready for them. A lot of defensive coordinators are going to spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to stop him because he killed people last year. I did hear a rumor, though, that the Chiefs were looking at hiring the uh, ball deflator from the Patriots. <laughs> oh, very, very good move. That was a pretty move. I, See, I, heard, I heard the rumor that they were actually going to put – the McDonald's in Andy Reid's house instead of uh, instead of paying him next year. He can keep he can stay at work and not disappear all the time before the games are over. Exactly, exactly. Andy Reid will be the greatest regular season coach ever. Well, I think they need to hire him a mustache cleaner man. Somebody to just brush the cornflakes out of his mustache. Yeah, he, he just can't the- seem to get over the that last obstacle. Just seems to be too much for him though. So far, anyway. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know, yeah, Tom Brady has put a – he laid a lot of smack on a lot of people, I guess. He's like uh, Michael Jordan, what, man. A lot of people would have Super Bowl rings if it wasn't yeah, Tom not Brady. A, it's, not a, it's not a horrible list to be on because at least it means you at least got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean. So, I, mean I guess it's something, but. If All right. Tom Brady, Jake Dillon might have a Super Bowl. Boy, what a what a what a blast from the past there! <laughs> That's somewhat frightening, isn't it? 
<laughs> Jake DeLome, Donovan McNabb, Brian Greasy. Uh, the okay. list goes on. Donovan McNabb, I can at least – he had some skill. Yeah, he did. But uh, next, now we move on to the Green Bay Packers with their second pick of the first round. Bailey, who do you have the Packers taking? They were going to select a blessing that was Dexter Lawrence out of Clemson. He should not be there, but he will be. Absolutely not. He shouldn't be there. If he's there this late, son of a bitch. <laughs> just don't well, remember, that, now. But... remember now, we got a lot of fumbling franchises ahead of us uh, there. Very so. true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could I could see the Raiders passing on him three times. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I just don't they think people out. like Indy are going to pass on him. Um, I have the Packers taking Hakeem Butler, wide receiver from Iowa State, because they've got to do something at the receiver position. Uh, they struggled last year uh, at that with that because most of their receivers just Rodgers would hit them in the hands and they dropped the ball. Uh, Jordy Nelson's gone, I believe he's retiring from the NFL, uh, so Oakland doesn't even have him anymore. Uh, Randall Cobb has been mediocre at best. Uh, they just can't really see they, – they need a receiver, and I think Butler would be a good fit there. He's tall and uh, runs a good route, so I think Butler's a good pick. Tim? Did uh, did you guys both take uh, A.J. Brown off your – are they off the I board? Did not. Oh, yeah, I got him going to Indy. I did not. Okay, I think I, they take Butler. Okay, I've got Green Bay taking A.J. Brown from Mississippi with that spot. That could also but happen. I but I don't argue with your pick either. They do need somebody to throw the ball to if they're going to let him – uh, swing it. So I'm yeah. not against that pick either. So yeah, no, good pick. Yeah, I think uh, I think the wide receivers in this draft is uh, DK Metcalf and everybody else. So that's pretty much where it's at. All right, two picks left, gentlemen, and then you guys can go get your popcorn ready before Game of Thrones rolls <laughs> on. Damn straight. The Los Angeles Rams are on the clock. Bailey, who do they take? This may have been the hardest pick because they seem like the most complete team possible. They really do. They could not get it done. So I think they're just going to go with offensive line with Eric McCoy out of Texas A&M. They could go defensive line also, though. They have to replace Donovan too. Yeah, I actually agree with you, um, offensive line. I have them taking, who's still on my board, Greg Little, out of Ole Miss, 6'5", 310 pounds. Uh, I think they go with him, get more protection on Jared Goff, and I could definitely see him going defensive line. But I think a safe bet offensive lineman there, a lot of defensive linemen are going to be taken, and I think that li- the offensive lineman might get uh, the better value there. So I'm going to go with, with Little. Uh, Tim? Uh, I got him taking uh, Christian Wilkins from Clemson because he's still on my board. So they don't really need uh... – they're not hurting in too many places. They're not hurting anywhere, really. Uh, no, Wilkins is a good, if Wilkins lasts that he, long, that's, yeah, that's well, a steal there. I had him laughing on my board. And, and just for anybody who hasn't seen it, if you want a good laugh, go to YouTube and look up Jared Goff pretending to be a walk-on at a second-division college school. It is the funniest thing you will ever see in your life. It is. I've seen it. Yeah. He rips balls 50 yards down those guys here. They don't know what to do or what to believe. It was a hilarious video. I loved it. <laughs> Just on the airport. We're bored one night and got nothing better to do. Also, look up the one with Bryce Harper at batting practice with Greg Maddox. That one was good, yeah, too. That is also a classic. That was good. 
All right, last pick. New England Patriots, your defending Super Bowl champions, as if we've never heard that before. Pick 32. Bailey, who do they take? Uh, I think they're actually going to trade back because it's Bill Belichick, and he does not like picking in the first round. Yeah, it seems like something they would do. But whether they take him here or take him 10 spots back, they're going with my boy Will Greer from West Virginia. He's going to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady. I could see, I could uh, see that. I could see dude, that. I, I, I can't begin to tell you how, I, how much I hope you're right on that. I mean, I, mean, I read all the reports, and they seem more interested in him than any team in the draft. There's a possibility that could happen. My thing with it is they got to take a quarterback eventually because Brady, we say it every year, he can't last forever. Who knows with him, man. But I have New England taking Paris Campbell, wide receiver from Ohio State. Um, he just seems to kind of fit what they need. Six foot tall, 205 pounds. They're always needing a good slot receiver. Brady loves the slot. Them losing Gronk is going to hurt them more than what they think. Brady loves the slot, eh? He does. He does love the slot. Hey, if you were married to his wife, wouldn't you too? But, uh, yeah, I think Paris Campbell. (laughs) Paris Campbell. That's who I have going there. Tim, who is it? First off, I thought you said Paris Hilton. But then you said six. (laughs) Then you said (laughs) 200. I figured, okay, that can't be Paris Hilton anymore. In a move to baffle NFL uh, experts and reporters and people for, for the next 50 years, the New England Patriots select Giselle Bunchen for and she's the new place kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad pick at all. No, they'll still win the Super Bowl. It comes down to a Giselle Bunchen field goal to win the fucking Super Bowl. That would just I figure. Sustained, baby. When she nails it, yeah. And I got him. I got him taking the the best guy I had left on my table, which was Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State. Because I don't know what the Patriots do. They really need. They just make uh, a habit again, of. Uh, again, uh, they'll of probably trade. Guy. They'll probably trade this pick for like twelve sixth round picks and get four MVPs out of it. That's just what they do. They, yeah, they just have a habit of finding guys that nobody else thinks got anything left or we're duds or whatever and making it work somehow. And I don't, I guess as much as uh, I used to be a big Patriots fan, but I'm tired of them. I really am. Like some kind of voodoo. Yeah. Some kind of voodoo that that Bill Belichick has that just makes it work. But ladies and gentlemen, that has been the first round of the NFL draft. This has been our draft special. Uh, Tim Dombrova, as always, my co-host and our man, Justin Bailey, jumping on, talking a little NFL. Bailey, when we do our football shows, I do want to have you back. I really do. I want to talk a little more with you. Because I know you and I, I mean, we know The Army football. does allow me a little bit of time to not to actually do other things in life. So, you know, it, it's possible. All right. Well, well, we hope to have you back, as long as that's okay with Tim. Uh, bring you no. on. Well, fuck you. <laughs> America. <laughs> No, because, no, but yes, because I, we plan on doing a I – mean, Nate doesn't even know this yet. We plan on doing a, an NFL show this, this year. We're not going to get screwed out of football again. No, not at all. I didn't know that, but here we are. Yeah, here you are. <laughs> well, well, yeah. You, know, you don't necessarily need to be part of it, Nate, but you can Okay. No, I like I like football. Yeah. All right, well, guys, that leaves us with uh, a few minutes left, but I'm going to let everybody go. 
Go enjoy Game of Thrones. Get your popcorn. Go to the bathroom. Get ready. And uh, I'm actually going to be probably watch the rest of this playoff game here in the NBA and put Justin, my kids to sleep. Of, you're a Game of Thrones guy. Oh, definitely. So uh, you got two minutes to tell me what you think is going to happen tonight. We got a oh, battle man. going tonight. They're just going to set up for the battle. Uh, apparently it's gonna be one we're going to set up for the battle. Apparently we're getting the battle tonight. The first one. It's going to happen tonight. I hope. I hope we'll that's see. true. I hope so. It's I don't, definitely going to leave us on cliffhanger. Well, they always do, but they're running out of time. <laughs> I'm running out of like just like blood Jason? pressure every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I read all the books up until now, so even I'm in the dark now. I don't know where they're going, but I don't care. It's been great. Nate, yeah, you should learn how to watch Game of Thrones. I really want to. I just haven't had a lot of time to watch it, so I can't sit yeah, here and say uh, that. What I've seen of it, I've enjoyed. I just. Part. And I actually have like the first five seasons. I bought the first five seasons to watch the show. Just never had time, man. Been busy. So, all right, guys. Gotta, Game of Thrones is heading your way. To, you got to give up that late night for lawyer on for some Game of Thrones, dude. I don't know if I can do that, Tim. But uh, <laughs> randomly, I opened up my sister's refrigerator yesterday for while we were all together, and I went to get something to drink. And I look in there, and you'll like this, Tim. I look in there. And there's just a copious amount of Chick-fil-A sauce in her refrigerator <laughs> in the packages. I said, I said, where the hell did all this come from? <laughs> well, maybe she's maybe she's smart, and on Saturday she goes and buys you know ten or fifteen sandwiches and eats them on Sunday. I don't uh, know, bitch. She needs to share one. <laughs> but anyway, I love you, sister. All right, guys, oh, enjoy God. the show tonight. And everybody, thanks for listening. This has been our NFL Draft special. Watch the draft, listen up, and pay attention. 76th episode of Wide Men Can't Jump heading your way on Wednesday. Uh, maybe some more baseball show and a lot yeah, of other definitely, stuff. Definitely. Uh, 32 picks guaranteed to get at least 30 wrong. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think the first three we will all nail, so nobody panic there. All right. Thanks for listening. Everybody, have a good night. Enjoy Bye, Game everyone. of Thrones. What? Well, whatever. I ain't even oh, gotta say it. That's just something they know. Thanks for listening to the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com and at widemencantjump.com. Be sure to check out our blogs over at widemencantjump.com and also be sure to check out all the other shows that we put out. You can find us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Also, at WideBeanCanJump.com. Visit our store and buy some new t-shirts. They're available now in all sizes. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at NewLawOffice.com and by Cambay.com. Be sure to visit Cambay.com and use promo code WideBean to get 20 free credits on your purchase. Thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next time for the next episode on the Wide Men Radio Network.